You are now checked in to Stand Up New York Labs. Oh, yeah. Hey, guys, go to harrys.com now, and Harry's will give you $5 off if you type in my code WKN or nothing with your first purchase. That's harrys.com, H-A-R-R-Y-S.com, and enter coupon code WKN or nothing at checkout for $5 off the starter set and start shaving smarter today. We know nothing. 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 So give us a call. We'll give it our all. Cause if there's one thing we know, we've got to pick up the phone. We know nothing, but we'll try. Hi, and welcome to We Know Nothing. I'm Anya Marina. Hi, everybody. I'm Phil Hanley. Yo, Sam Morell. Can, can I just right off the bat, uh, I know you guys discussed this last episode. Uh, Sam, you were almost uh, injured doing a men on the street yes, segment. Yes. The, the reason that I find that, because I've done those before and it's crossed my mind that that could happen. Yeah. In Canada, it wouldn't be as, uh, as threatening, but uh, I think, what do, you, do you think with like an old school like Letterman and stuff like that, they would have like some type of a bodyguard or something like that? You know what I think it is? I think it's just like, we're like club comics. Mm -hmm. So like, we don't really think like, we just have that impression with like, well, if they're here, they're clearly can take a joke. Yeah. And then, well, I'm just going after people in like the park. They're not coming to me. Yeah. I'm asking for their permission. Then I'm saying provocative things. I'm trying to get something funny. Did you already say on the last episode what you said that caused the yeah, whole thing? Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, okay. That he was a masseuse. Let's and just recap for the yeah. people that didn't listen. I made a joke about his massage parlor being illegitimate. And, you know, he didn't find it funny. And he <laughs> threatened to fight me. And he had gold teeth. So it seemed like I had more to lose in this one. Yeah. Yeah. What well, was it... Uh, Oh, that, and then how did you get away? I, I ran. I, 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 I walked. Sprinted. Br a brisk walk. Did they keep <laughs> the camera? Did the whole crew move with you? <laughs> the whole crew is in Jessica and the cameraman. No. Well, Jessica, who's the director's ex-boyfriend, was like starting to fight with him. It was like, I don't know what he was doing. Uh, he was like, he was like getting the guy's face. He's like, you want to make something of it? And I'm like, all right, let's let him oh handle this. <laughs> and, and she uh, and Jessica walked with me. But it took me about 10 times being like, move, come on. She just stood there like a deer in headlights, terrified. And I was like, you gotta, just, you gotta walk. <laughs> I, had to, I had to wait there longer. It made me realize like, you know, you date someone like that. I don't date her, but you date someone like yeah. that. They gotta kind of like get to it. You know, they, that could end up you getting hurt. Right, if you date somebody, they better be able to run when you're threatened on the street. Yes. Um, did I do the story about being in St. Louis when the lady rushed the stage here? Um, remind me. I started a show about about I two think minutes. I, heard Did this, I, tell you I, I didn't think it was on the podcast. So I started about like two minutes into my set. A guy heckled me, and I said, so "I like said that he was." I think I said he was irrelevant. I said, "Like right now, you're like relevant. Doesn't matter what you say." And tried to move on to my next joke. And then a woman yelled, "He is irrelevant." And I'm like, "Yeah, no, I realize that. I'm just trying to move on." Next thing you know, there was a woman that was much larger than me on stage that doesn't take much though no i mean yeah like she was at least 112 pounds and she was on stage <laughs> she was on stage like stare like on the stage staring me down and i'm standing there and the crowd's like oh okay this is really weird it's like 200 people or whatever it's like a big club westport funny bone uh is it the westport oh, one no, valley park valley yeah. park okay, yeah, yeah yeah but it's big right have you played there yeah yeah uh, anyway, so then uh, I no one's doing anything, and I'm just standing there trying to pretend that I'm not scared that this lady's going to punch me. Like, what do you do? So finally, I was like, "Hey, if I worked in this club, I would really kind of 
get a bouncer <laughs> yeah so the bouncer comes up and the bouncer's like oh ma'am uh, you really gotta like excuse and i'm like no get like get her off the stage so they took her off the stage and then uh and then it took so long for her to like leave and oh it was such an ordeal but it, i honestly thought i'm gonna be assaulted by like a a person like a large person it's happened yeah it happened to me in new in uh what do you call bridgeport connecticut i was doing a gig and this guy interrupted every one of my jokes for about the first 25 minutes and and he finally after a certain point i just go hey dude shut the fuck up i was like what do you do like i zinged him in every clever way at a certain point i'm like at a certain point i'm like dude stop talking no one police the room it's at this place called the bijou theater uh, which is a nice place in Bridgeport. Bridgeport's a, kind of a weird place, kind of a tough place. Yeah. And this guy finally said, he's like, oh, yeah? And he just starts walking towards the stage. He's humongous. Oh, and I'm like, oh, he's going to kick my ass. So I I, the, I take the mic out of the stand. It's cordless. So I'm like, all right. I'm like, so he keeps coming. I'm like, he comes closer. I'm walking off. I'm like, you guys aren't paying me enough for medical bills. Yeah. So he gets up and I'm like, all right, I'm out. And the crowd starts booing like crazy. I walk into the green room with the mic. Nice. And I just start, I just start kind of provoking him even more because I'm like, fuck <laughs> this guy. So I say, is the Neanderthal still here? And, and they hear booze and the guy's trying to get backstage. Some woman comes back who I guess runs a theater but wasn't doing anything and she's like, what the hell do you think you're doing? And I was like, what do you mean, what am I doing? Someone just get rid of that guy. What do you think this yeah. is? You know, I'm not, yeah. I'm not a, I don't do Taekwondo, I do stand-up, you know? <laughs> yeah. And, she, and she's like, what are you gonna, I was like, I was like, have you ever done stand-up? She's like, no. I was like, have you ever been punched in the face? She's like, no. And I said, well, then you're not qualified to tell me how to behave in this situation. And she paused and she's like, all right, let me check. And I hear the booze still. And the crowd hears this whole interaction. I'm holding the mic. They finally get rid of the guy about seven minutes. Finally, he leaves. And I come back out. But seven minutes at this point feels like an eternity. Yeah. I come back out and it took me a good 10 minutes to get the crowd back on my oh, side. Oh, it's, it's crazy. And that's what the whole time with this lady on stage, I was like, if she throws, a, like if she threw, if someone throws a drink on you, then you have 45 minutes to do wet. Like you got, you in, the, in my, <laughs> my whole thing in my head is like, how can I just get this and then not freak the crowd out and and in the defense of the bouncer what's he supposed to do like grab i mean the lady was bigger than him too yeah he's not going to grab a woman and drag her off the stage like how weird would that be and then there's going to be a show it was just such a trip so then she finally left and then i had i started and i was like oh god and it like the biggest hole ever and then finally kept making reference to how crazy that was and Finally, they got on my side and it turned out to be the best show of the weekend. But it was, yeah, it was touch and go for a long time. I think we should call this podcast 45 Minutes Wet, <laughs> which is what, what I did the other night up. when Phil called me before my set, uh, 45 Wet Minutes. But do you know what's weird about this, Andy, this club in Valley Park? There's a gun store and a bird store in the parking lot. Perfect. The same, right next to the club. Yeah. Yeah. Nikki so you know needs a bird. For. I a need bird. a gun. So it's a perfect mall for us. She's dying to get a bird. Really? Mm-hmm. I heard, yeah. Why? She grew up with birds. She loves birds. Her They had a parakeet always or a parrot. She loves oh, exotic really? birds. Yep. She really misses having a bird in her life. The other day, somebody tweeted at us and was like, I fucking hate birds. <laughs> it was fairly bizarre. Like Then there was another person that, that I know and love that was I'm like, not a big fan can't of stand birds. birds. How can you not like birds? I think animal, all type of pets affect how much you get to sleep. That's, That's my, a good point. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm sure the bird would could yeah, keep you up. Yeah, they're noisy, yeah. But they're so small and they don't smell, do they? You ever uh, hear the Jonathan Katz joke about uh, how he thinks his wife is cheating on him because his parrot always says, quick, make love to me quick before my <laughs> husband Jonathan Katz comes home? <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> no, I've never heard that. That's great. So did you get a gun? Where is this town? I didn't get a gun. Valley. It's, it's, it's near Jefferson County in St. Louis. It's uh, Jefferson County is meth capital. Oh, I mean, yes. Oh, is that right? Oh, yeah. Oh, That's yeah. That's Nikki's from St. Louis. Oh, yeah. A lot of good comics, St. Louis, you know? I know. But, uh, Plus John Hamm. Isn't John he from Hamm? St. Louis? Yes. Yes, he is. Good looking man. Yeah, we got someone here who kind of reminds me of him. Oh, that's right. The Canadian yeah. John Hamm, everybody. Phil, um, are you going to make it through? I'm going to make it. I'm, uh, I'm, I have a fever, I think, though. Do you really? Yeah, yeah, I'm hot. Wow, how do you got, how'd you get sick, you think? <laughs> I'm not, no, I don't so know. Much let travel? me just let the record show that Phil said I'm hot and I didn't jump on it at all. <laughs> I mean, that was pretty big of me. No, yeah, I'm hot. I had a temperature. They told me I had a temperature. Um, and uh, what else? Oh, uh, can you tell? Sam has a. Uh, Which one do you want me to tell? The uh, the, the one that I hadn't heard yet about the oh uh, the therapist yeah I uh, I made love to a psychotherapist two words and uh, <laughs> was she really a therapist Yeah, she was. was. Really oh, this is a good one. All right. Uh, I mean, I hope it's. I, mean, I shouldn't say that because you'd be the judge. It might not be good. Yeah. I don't want to build it up. But what happened was. Thank um, God for you and your love life. <laughs> Seriously, we have good material. Well, okay. Here's what happens. We're at the cellar. It's uh, it's very late. I've had a few, and uh, I'm hanging on the steps talking to Steve Fabricant, the manager, uh, and and this woman comes up to us. And she just starts chatting me up. And I said, why don't we have a drink? She's like, I'd love to. And then this guy she's with is like, no, 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 no way. So I was just like, all right, whatever. Uh, I'm not going to fight it. You know, it is what it is. Was so the they, guy her boyfriend? No, but he, oh. I think he wanted to be. Oh, okay. Big guy was like, I'm <laughs> getting a lot of trouble, I'm realizing. But uh, so they end up leaving. I just say, yeah, whatever. So I go to the bar, I have a couple of drinks. And uh, I just started talking to some other people. And then, and then I'm like, eh, it's time to call it a night. So I'm leaving. It's pretty late. She walks right back in as I'm leaving. And I say, did you come back for me? And she said, yes. Wow. <laughs> and, and I said, where's the guy? And she said, the bathroom. And I said, let's get the fuck out of here. And she's like, really? I was like, yes. So we walked towards the door. Line. Yeah, let's get the fuck out of here. It's kind of like, it's kind of like, adventurous and romantic i think yes. maybe just adventurous yeah but uh as we're leaving her two of her other friends are outside and, and they say where are you guys going i said we're gonna go to this bar around the block the fat black pussycat i'll see you guys there and they're like sounds good turn the block go taxi in nice. the cab out of there uh where'd you go we went to pj clark's for a drink okay one cocktail sinatra used to hang out there yeah it's a it's a really? great old yeah. new york spot yeah yeah um we go there and then we went uh, to my place, and we Describe. made love till the sun came up. Six minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Describe. What did she look like? Uh, very well, busty. Okay. Uh, not real boobs. How old about? I don't know. I'd say a little older than me. Blonde, brunette? Brunette uh, from Spain. Wow. Did, was Spanish her first language? No. Okay. No, no. Uh, she's Will you a, see her again? I, yeah, I'd like to. Did, have you contacted her? Not yet. Good okay. questions, Phil. Good Thank questions. You. Very good questions. Um, but she is a very, uh, she's a good, she's a nice woman. I like to. What Did night was this? This was on Wednesday or Thursday, I think. Did she see your set? So yeah, one yeah, week ago. I had a ago. good one. Oh, good nice. Set. Yeah, that, that always helps. You're not going to see her again. That was a week ago. Anya, you always do this. I'm trying to become a better person and you Sam's make me feel bad. This Sam is, is a work in progress. Why am I making you feel bad? I don't know. I was just trying to... I'm just saying, you know, if you were dying to, you would have contacted her. I'm not dying to call anyone, you know? It sounds like you guys... I don't know. I think you have a chance. 
You definitely have. A I chance. think this relationship has a chance. And by this relationship, I mean me and Phil mm-hmm. taking it to the next level. I think yeah, she was cool. I also had um, I had two one night stands last week. I had one with another girl <laughs> God, who was it. who was uh, she was a college student and she was also Spanish. Uh, I don't know why, but she that was first language Spanish and this and she said one of the best things I've heard um, before because right before <laughs> there was something so dramatic about her. Right before we did the deed, she says, "This I will surely regret." Ah, I like that. That's beautiful. That it is was, poetic. It was so poetic that I couldn't even get mad. It was like yeah. I was kind of like, "Yeah, you probably will." Yeah, the poetic. This I will astute. surely regret. Yeah, because yeah. nobody says surely. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's and really cute. It was like there was no doubt. Yeah, and no one's grateful they had sex with you. So that's <laughs> Phil. God damn it! I'm trying to bear my soul on this podcast, and all you do is you cut being, me down. You know, I'm wondering why. Why you're are being you forthright? Because we need material, bro. Yeah. I saw a poetic thing on the street the other day. Let's hear it. It was 10 a.m. and this it was raining, pouring rain, and there was a girl, no umbrella, weeping walking down the sidewalk. And I have to tell you, if I drank and I wanted to play a drinking game, I would just say every time I see a girl openly weeping in New York, take a drink, because I see at least five a day, yeah. at least. Don't you constantly yeah. see people Ryan, crying in Ryan the city? Ryan Hamilton has a great joke about people uh, <laughs> weeping in the street. Do you know that bit? I, I love, love it. that. Yeah, yeah, it's so funny. But uh, yeah, you really do, uh, there's a lot of struggle on the streets. When I first moved here, I remember I used to have phone conversations really quietly and try and find like an alcove so I could have a private conversation. Now I say anything to anybody yeah. on the phone anywhere because yeah. you just you realize we're all together. Yeah, like one big family. Nobody's listening to my phone conversation. No, some people might. Maybe, but like, do you care? It's weird, you know. If you're on the phone and like a Starbucks, it's really rude. But if you're just like having a conversation, it's not rude. I think it's because like you got to give us a chance to eavesdrop. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think that the people talking on the phone, speakerphone in public, is so beyond rude and so common. Like, it's crazy how often it is. So if you're just, if if someone's not on speakerphone, I'm just grateful. Like, there's. Yeah, that's true, actually. No, it is. So that points a flaw in my theory there. Oh, yeah, I don't know. I just. I think you're right, though. The speakerphone thing is so insane. You can hear both sides of the conversation. Yesterday, I'm at a Starbucks. And I was in a very irritable mood. I didn't know why. And then all of a sudden I hear this, like, (laughs) and then you're going to have to press one. And then let me check your balance. Okay, I'll let you know your balance. And I was like, how long is this happening? I I knew somebody was on a speakerphone. Uh I was like, like reaching my boiling point. And then I just breathed. I tried to like meditate and it just kept going and going. And I kept looking around at everybody and everyone's looking at me like rolling their eyes. Like, I know it's crazy. Yeah. Shrugging their shoulders. That's all you're looking for is like, uh, is like eyes to meet to at least be like, this is bullshit. And you you get that, you get that in New York more than I'll be on the road. And someone, someone was doing the same thing. It was like a customer service operation on the, on a phone. And no one, I was in uh, San Jose and I'm looking around and everyone else at Starbucks is completely like, I'm sure annoyed, but pretending it's not a big deal. Yep. At least in New York, everyone would be like throwing their arms up. Nobody did. I walked over to the guy. There's no solidarity. And I was like, hi. And he's like, he's holding a flip phone. You went over God bless him. He's holding a flip phone up to his head. And and he's going, and then what is the, the balance? And she's going... Sir, the balance is, uh, uh, let me check. You gotta have a lot of confidence in your bank transaction. Yeah. You're doing like, you know, I don't have right. a, enough con- confidence in my balance. Maybe they were talking about his phone records. Who knows? Okay. But he was like clearly on a janky phone. And I go, sir, 
you're going to have to turn the volume down. We can all hear you. And it's been 10 minutes. And he's like, oh, yes, I'm so sorry. I'm sorry. Like, acts like he had no idea. Doesn't turn the volume down at all. And I'm standing there. And I go, oh, volume really? down, pointing down. And he's like, oh, yes, yes. And then I just walked so you're just away. Doing, it looks like you're doing this. It looks like you're, like, giving him a beat or something. Yeah. Like, come on, damn. Doing that Kevin Brennan joke. <laughs> he didn't change anything. <laughs> Nothing changed. They stayed on the phone for five more minutes. And... I almost said, like, go outside, except yeah. it was the same day that I saw the girl crying in the rain, oh. and it was still pouring rain. Oh. But these things infuriate me. I got into Nine. a fight in Starbucks yesterday. I got into a full-out argument, and it made, I made I had to leave. I made everyone so uncomfortable. But what? I went to the bathroom. I come out. Some guy just stole my seat, moved my coffee. There was still coffee in it. And he moved my coffee and took my seat, and I said, and I just looked at him. I was like, what are you doing? <laughs> and he's like... He's like, I, what? He's like, I moved an empty coffee cup. And I'm like, all right, that's already an admission of guilt. Because I held it up. I'm like, does this feel empty? It's not empty. Yeah. So I showed it to him. And he was like, he was like, what? He's like, he was like, okay, what's wrong with you? Like, he acted like I was crazy. Uh, and I was like, nothing's wrong with me. There's just, there's coffee shop etiquette. You don't move someone's stuff. Yeah. Right. And, and then people are looking at me like I'm crazy. Did he move your it. stuff? He moved my coffee cup, uh -huh. claimed it was empty, yeah. and sat in my seat. And uh -huh. there weren't a lot of seats to go around. Yeah. I picked a nice little nook, and I had my charger. You have an eye for thing. a nook. I'll give you that. I have a great eye. You had a charger plugged in, too? I, and I unplugged the charger. I left that part out. Okay. But look. Yeah. He, I, he, would, he just got so weird with me. And finally, I was like, hey, man, you know, don't act like I'm making up the rules. And he was like, this is crazy. And he just got up and sat on the other end and he unplugged his charger. I'm like, well, you can still charge your phone, but I'm sitting here. Yeah. And everyone's staring at me like I'm insane. And, uh, and I said, you know what? The day I stopped fighting for my spot at a coffee shop, yes. the day I dropped fucking dead. Yeah. How exactly. full does a coffee cup have to be to warrant? you knowing that somebody is still sitting there two ounces i well, say it here two ounces because it no. could be espresso they don't know well what two about ounces is like this much that's like an inch right you, just it's just like people can, i would just be like oh hey i'm really sorry and then you move to another seat i would say oh, i'm sorry did i take your seat i would say sorry because i have my green card now but yeah I, and then you move to another you <laughs> move to another he's seat so fucking arrogant in you new york city i feel haley and i have uh, dual uh, citizenship <laughs> i'm on your side on this one i oh, would I'm but sorry. if you were that guy wouldn't you just apologize and move on uh, if I were that guy, I'd jump off a fucking <sighs> bridge. Fuck you, dude. Did you leave? Uh, I left, at, but not till he left first. I need to prove a point. <laughs> oh, okay. Cool. <laughs> I like that. Um, I'm going to play devil's advocate here and say that I'm not shocked that he behaved that way. It is New York City. It's a very populated city. Uh-huh. If you're in a Starbucks, there are often empty coffee cups left because people in the city don't care about trash and don't throw it away. In Portland, however, if there's a coffee cup left- I knew she was bringing Portland. Yeah. This. I knew somehow. You know someone's still sitting there because that in Portland, you always bust your table. Mm -hmm. You just never, ever, ever leave- a coffee cup. Same well, in Vancouver. <laughs> really? Well, you know what? Uh, probably, yeah. People I'm, were quite, quite, uh, they bust. So I'm going to say next time you go to the bathroom yeah. at a Starbucks, uh -huh. take a couple napkins, leave those along with your coffee cup yeah. and one article of clothing, perhaps. What if someone steals my clothing? Sunglasses. Leave your joke book and fingers crossed. <laughs> Phil. <laughs> Phil. Okay. You know what? I'm going to play devil's advocate to Anya's devil's advocate and say- Please do. I want to hear this. Well, uh, Anya, you know, if this is such a populated city, then uh -huh. coffee shop table spot, uh -huh. very valuable because it's so densely populated. I didn't densely know you were Maybe. at a table. I thought you might have been at a bar because that's kind of a different story. They have bar seating yeah. and table seating. And Which were you at? Which were you at? Phil, you always work that into this when you know I'm working on myself. I had a very hard week. 
No, it was not a bar. It was a, it t- I took a table. I like to write. I like to stretch out. Mm-hmm. Not a bar. Oh, then he's a dick. Yeah. He's a dick. Yeah. Totally. Hey, man, if you're listening, and I know you are, I'm going to find you, and I'm going to settle this once and for all. Would, uh, was he? Who was more intimidating, the guy with the gold teeth today that you almost um, got in a fight with, or the guy at Starbucks? I'm going to go with the gold teeth guy, because okay. um, he was crazy, uh-huh. and he was on the phone with a village voice. <laughs> Really? Yes. He was like, he was like, who are you? Where do they work for you? And I was like, Sam. And I was like, wait, why am I telling this guy my real name? Yeah, yeah. I was like, Sam. And I said, Jackson. That's what came out. <laughs> I was Jackson. like, Sam Jackson. Jackson. Yeah. That's, Sam that's, Jackson. It's <laughs> my uh, name. I got to read a spot from our delightful sponsor, Harry's. Have you heard of them? I know I've mentioned these guys before. It's because like an internet shaving thing, right? They're amazing. I've tried their razors, Phil, and their shaving cream. It is the closest shave I've ever had. In fact, I was just mentioning on the last podcast, I switched out the razors, gave it to Nikki and said, you have to try this. And Uh she texts me back, all caps, I'm never getting waxed again. This is the closest shave I've ever had. Really? And she used it on a very personal area. Uh, we We won't ask. Harrys.com was started by two very passionate men. I need to know which part. I can't can't use my imagination. Help. Who really care about a better shaving experience. And we have a little deal for you guys. So if you go to their website, harrys.com now, they will give you $5 (laughs) off if you type in our code, nothing or WKN, which stands for... Uh, we know nothing. See, and even Phil knows with a learning disability. Knows that. <laughs> um, with your first purchase, that's Harry's H A R R Y S dot com, and enter coupon code W K N or nothing at checkout for five dollars off the starter set and start shaving smarter today. Thank you, Harry's. I truly love your product. Thanks for sending us some free stuff and check them out. I like them. Did you? You got free stuff. I didn't receive anything. You actually have something. Oh, really? Yeah, Amy. Oh, cool. We got to talk to Amy. She has it for cool, you. Cool, because I'm sick of getting waxed. I actually requested it for you. Oh, cool. Thank you. I'm, yeah, I'm pretty sure. You. If not, you can <laughs> use our razor. Sorry, Sam. And stuff like that. I was in a movie theater the other day. Question for you guys. Uh-huh. These two gentlemen. What movie? Uh, was it the IFC? It was something great. It was White God. White God. And it's about dogs. That's what I call Phil. White God. It's a metaphor for the for whatever's happening in Hungary. That sounded smart. But anyway, intense movie, right? Uh-huh. I'm tearing up a little bit. It's beautiful. Mm-hmm. And the, the, actually, no. Previews. Let's go back. Previews are going. I'm so excited. I needed this. It's been a terrible day. I'm stressed out. These two guys are talking. Are you going to go to Gales on Sunday? <sighs> I don't know. She's so annoying. And they're just like talking through the whole movie. Talking shit about Gail? Talking shit about Gail. And After all she's done for them? Yeah. Every 30 seconds a sigh. <sighs> oh, God, yeah. It was killing me, killing me. So finally I'm like, Anya, are you going to be a woman or are you going to be a mouse? Uh-huh. Or like, what are you going to do? Don't options. just. Cause, yeah. Because now it's halfway through the movie. They've ruined it for me. And I'm just They're doing it there. during the movie? I thought it was in the during trailer. During the movie now. Oh, my God. So I'm like, you know what? Fuck this. I'm going to say something. So I get up. Get all Sam Jackson on their ass. I was so <laughs> Sam Jackson. I was pissed. And they're right behind me. And I lean over to them. And I, I look at them. And I go, excuse me. Would you mind keeping it down? And they act like they don't see me. They just keep watching the movie. They're staring, glaring at the movie. <laughs> oh. And then I go like this, waving my hand around. I go, hi. Hi, and they both look at me like, like shocked, like, and I go, would you mind keeping it down? It's hard to hear. And they both look at me and one of them goes, 
She's sad. (laughs) (laughs) It was the best response. It was, I couldn't even be mad anymore. And then what did you say? I, I just sat down like nonplussed and was just like what she said and then I did leave I got the manager and I was like can you please tell them to shut up they're talking through the entire did they, after movie they, after they said she's sad they continued to they talk they kept talking and this was the whole at thing. IFC yeah that's like the lamest talking during movie theaters ever you know I know like, I feel people like at usually at respect magic, at like a Magic Johnson theater when they heckle it's usually something fun you know Where, what's a Magic Johnson theater it's an urban movie theater Anya Sam I that don't think that's me it's not PC. I, I didn't say black. I said it was a Magic Johnson theater on 125, yeah. 125th Street. I just want to indicate that the views expressed by Sam Morell mm-hmm. are not necessarily or the views my, of... Yeah. Views? It was my, an observation uh, that you were now <laughs> taking out of context. How same dare for, you? Same for that. I went on your side when it comes to that. Wow, this uh, is um, unacceptable. No, no, so... She's sad. And then did you... Con- <laughs> what does that mean? Maybe you absorbed in the movie. I don't and know. And then I sat down and I was like, you know what? I guess I am fucking sad. Wow. And then I cried. But no, I guess like he was thinking only a sad person would say, hey, can you keep it down? I would, that would irritate me. The fact that I said. No, that they were talking. I can't. It was so infuriating. Yeah. Irritating. She's sad is such a cutting thing to say. (laughs) It is. So funny though. Be funny thing to say to a heckler. (laughs) She's sad. The best part. The best part. Was that it indicated that they were watching me as if I was a character in the movie. Like they weren't even going to talk to or address me. Like they were both still like talking amongst themselves. Like, do you see what's happening? This woman, she's talking to us and she must be sad. I was like, I'm right here. Yeah. Anyway, they just kept talking, but I moved. I took it upon myself to move. And I enjoyed the rest of the film. Did the manager come and tell them to be quiet? He did. I think, but I think they did still talk. They think talked. he was sad. I, I'm just noticing in life, like there are so many things I can't control. Uh huh. Like the guy at Starbucks on the speakerphone. You know, all these things I can't, yeah. and it's driving me nuts. And the the only thing I can do is breathe, let it go, and try and make some positive change. Yeah, get all zen up in this piece. I'm really, trying, really, trying to meditate the, like you, Phil. They're calling you sad, but they're the ones who are doing the, uh, that noise is such yeah. a drain. The, uh, oh, it's the worst. The I, I hear that. I, I hear my roommate do that sometimes from a room, and I'm just like, I feel it. Like, I yeah. feel, it, it like hits you in the chest. The, huffing uh, and puffing is, yeah, it's unpleasant. That's called sex. No, it's not. It's not. No, I feel your... so, I feel it in my pants, not my chest. If I heard sex, uh, no. But I just hear she go, Ugh. and I'm just like, come on. <laughs> Sounds uh, very sexual, sex. Uh, yeah. uh, 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 oh, sorry. What about sorry. Phil's? Oh no, you're not living with that. Ow, oh, deeper. I think I, you know. I, I saw a seventy-year-old woman the other day on the subway. Yeah. Did I already talk about this? She was well dressed, and I just looked at her, and she was really attractive, like uh-huh. older. And would you? And I was on, <laughs> I was on the way to to the IFC or something, and uh-huh. I was like, I bet she's going to see a, an off Broadway show, and I bet she's happy. And I, I bet she's never been married, and I bet she has no kids, and I bet she's lived in New York since she was like twenty five. And I concocted this whole story, and I was like, you know what? I want to be her. I think, like the lifestyle that old people live in New York City, actually seems cool. Like they, yes. they, they go. There's so much, so much more to do than if you were in like a small town or whatever. I've often thought that. I don't know if it's from watching Woody Allen movies or what. 
It's like a gritty pace in New York that if you can still keep up when you're old, there's something kind of cool about it. So you know? cool. That's it exactly. Yes. Because yeah. it's a f- tough city. Yeah. How do you make rent? And like and like the winters and stuff, you're like, well, I feel like those people, they walk in like extra fast and just like, like they have that little strut about them and you're like, good for you. Good for you for not moving to like Florida or something. Yeah. 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 Or moving back home to... Omaha. You look at them like a lifer, like they've been through. Like it's almost like seeing an old smoker. You're like you did it, man. You you've been through the ringer. You you beat it. Being old and being old New Yorker, being like an old smoker, it's the same thing. And if you like an old smoker in New York, where you're like, well, you're fucking seasoned. You did it. <laughs> what about yeah. those oldies that are in the walkers though, and they're just getting through, and it's snowing, and there's ice on the thing, and you're like, why are you here? I know. There yeah. are the people that like, like I saw a guy in the deli right across the street, and he was completely. You know, you see them when they're like completely bent over. Oh, that yeah. breaks my heart. Breaks my heart. Me too. This city yes. literally broke you. Yeah, it bent you. <laughs> yeah. It, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> you're almost broken how do you avoid honestly how do you avoid what can i do to never be bent over like that it's so you keep talking like that i might have to bend you over later <laughs> after the show keep it looks calling terrible. me calling me i'm raising my hand oh uh anya please <laughs> yoga is I, it really I, I think yoga i mean first of all you have an excellent posture thank you you know i, I do my best yeah bro you're bringing it in the whole breathing department let's all sit up yeah let's there. yeah I think yoga Uh, helps. Yoga. If you do yoga every day, you'll have great posture. Okay. And you won't have any kind of back problems. You should go do yoga, dude. I do yoga. Nikki's on this this kick about this book about it's called Healing Your Back, and it's about how all pain in your neck and back is imaginary, and that there's no such thing as pinched nerves. She's so into it. Really? She's telling me about it, because I have these pinched nerves in my neck. (laughs) I feel like I got something to say. (laughs) No, but I feel like, you know, people that say that don't really have regard for someone who's going through a lot of pain. I know, I'm like, Like, I actually uh, was on my way to the chiropractor. I was in so much pain, and she's like, Oh, I'm reading this book, and she's like down the hall. I'm reading this book, and it's about how all back pain and all neck pain, all that is bullshit. It's like totally in your head, but have fun. Yeah, <laughs> it's like that guy I saw in the deli who's bent over. I'm just like, it's all in your head, <laughs> yeah, man. Your head. Snap out of it, dude. Healing back pain, the mind body connection. Without drugs, without surgery, without exercise, back pain can be stopped forever. Is that the book that uh, John Sarno, Howard Stern, always raved? Like, it's like a. Fa- is there a famous book that's? Is, is that the one that he Stern always talked talks about? about Transcendental meditation. But there's also a back book apparently that he. Oh, maybe yeah. I don't know. Maybe it is. Phil Could does that. that. You do. Yeah, yeah, I do. TM. Yeah. In uh, in between solving mysteries, uh, Phil does. TM. <laughs> what do you mean solve? I don't know. He does. Uh, I feel like Phil is like an eccentric detective in some ways. Like he he has like weird quirks. Like when the train's coming, he'll put like earplugs in. I always find that to be very that's like smart. I've worn earplugs on the train. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's smart there, yeah. eh, Phil. It is. I loud. gotta get that for my next time I go to a rock concert. Get because in the zone. Yeah. Some of the coolest people I know, uh-huh. who you would think never put in earplugs. Yeah. They wear earplugs to Exhib- rock concerts. Exhibit A. I wear earplugs to rock concerts. Yeah. Phil also wears earplugs as well as the cool people you know. It's pretty crazy, right? <laughs> well, Phil's in that group. Exactly. Thanks. I oh. Oh, <laughs> I didn't. I'm sorry. That was. It's part of his self-care <laughs> regimen. Do you guys have a self-care regimen? Sam? Exercise. Self-care. I know drinking a lot. Is that part of your health? Your... <laughs> do you fought, do you fought... That's Sorry. good radio. Do you floss regularly? <laughs> I floss. We have some calls. Do you want to take Yo, some? Do a, uh, I don't floss enough. I, really? Hi, um, so my fiance has been collecting these vintage books and they're taking up so much fucking space in our one bedroom 
that I'm losing my shit. Like, I love books, super into them. I like to read occasionally. But these books smell very strong. They're musty. Um, they're picked out. Is that why you're so nasally? And they're about everything from the Civil War to the Kama Sutra to a history of hmm. owls, the evolution of owls. And I just, they smell so strong that they make me gag. And I can't swallow food because the smell is so strong. Um, so, like, I, I just wanted to know, should I keep the book or keep my fiance? <laughs> Cute. Anybody um, want to take that first? Uh, he I, wants to know whether he should keep his books or his fiance. I think, uh, yeah, uh, Sam, do you want to take this one? <laughs> I mean, if anyone's going to date you with that voice, I think hang on and hang on tight. That's what I say. <laughs> I, Good answer. Great I think answer. I think I think the the gentleman had a, a fine voice, but uh, yeah, I would. There must be isn't there, isn't there something? Can you get like glass um, bookcases or something like that with like a glass? Oh, door? That's a great idea. That's Thank you very great, much. Yeah, yeah, like almost like a kitchen cabinet. Yeah, for like a curio cabinet. Yeah, I wouldn't be down. I never say curio. It does annoy me that like the the stinky owl books. Yeah, kind of like do you really need a yeah. stinky owl book? How about how much do you need to know about owls? Yeah, Google it. So yeah. you guys say that's a real phone call. Okay, I thought so. Oh, really? You think that's a made-up phone call? I think it was. A, he was kind of putting it on a little. Oh, really? Well, I think he was hamming it up, but I think he's definitely a definitely a tool. Uh, no, I, no, no. I, I thought that he he was just like putting on a sort of an effeminate oh, voice. No? Oh, really? I'm what not sure. What about this guy? What about oh, this guy? This so we're not giving him advice or we're just... Oh, oh, no, we did. Okay. You guys said keep on, hold on to him. But Sam insulted him and I said... Uh, put it behind glass. Hey, someone's <laughs> got to be the bad cop in this podcast, and I bring that every step of the week, bro. All right. Sam does. Hold on, Carson. Sit down. Hi. Uh, so, uh, my wife... <sighs> Fuck, I'll just not look at this. My wife has dogs. We have dogs together. We split custody of the dogs. She thinks the dogs are kids. Now, I love dogs, obviously. I'm a pet guy. I, I fucking love them, but they're adorable. We got a schnauzer, a chihuahua, and a pit bull mix of fantastic dogs. She just thinks they're kids. She thinks they're real children of ours. And it's just, if it's becoming an issue for me, there's just less and less space for me to sit down. The dogs have hundreds of toys. I don't know what to do. I, I love her to death, but these dogs, of course, they sit, them, sit down now. Sit down. You want, you want your peanut butter? You want your peanut butter biscuit? This is not. Yeah, there's no. Yeah, I, I, think it's a guy, I think it's the same guy with the books. I feel like people are two characters. Well, I think someone, like, someone's got a hell of a reel out of this podcast. Yeah, yeah. yeah. somebody's working on their accents. Um, if it is real, I appreciate the call, and it's nice to be getting back to the whole purpose of this show. Yeah, which is that take you know, a bite out of crime. <laughs> yes, it was that guy. Um, <laughs> what is with people who do treat their dogs like children, though? Do you would if you had a dog, would you let it sleep in your bed? No. I, I don't Sam, know. Sam looks I mean I had a cat, I used to let him he would just wake me up. It wasn't bad. I didn't mind it. I love a cat on the bed. But yeah. like I know people that sleep like spooning their yeah. dog under the sheets. Yeah, that's a bit it's a little weird. Yeah. Seems <laughs> like that's just like a I don't know. Yeah, people that have like the dog bourgeois I, thing. It's a lot like, of dander. 
Yeah, and there's also it's kind of like the uh, we're prepping for a kid. That's what I see a couple with a dog doing. It's like, yeah, all right, we're getting ready for the kid. Let's have it. Let's test the waters for the dog, which is ridiculous because a dog is so much easier than a kid. Aren't there studies like wasn't there a scientific study that says that a woman's likelihood of getting pregnant is higher if they have a dog or something? Really? I don't know. I thought I read that somewhere. Oh, I thought you were going to make a bestiality joke there. <laughs> Phil, how dare you? I've been <laughs> clashing this podcast up every week since I've been here. Um, so, w- yeah, I, I don't understand also like when you break up and they're like, you split the custody of the dog. Oh, yeah, I, mean, it's I knew like, people that did what, that. What are you doing? So now it's like going to be like you got to go to like puppy court or something. It's like a Kramer yeah. versus Kramer, but about a pooch. You uh-huh. know? The most annoying thing is when you're on the phone with a friend and they're like, and this goes for people with kids too, but when they're like, oh my God, how are you? It's been so long since I've talked to you. And Leslie, Leslie, get off the couch. Get off the couch. You were so cute. You know you're good. You, how's your mom doing now? And Leslie, no. My China. <laughs> Leslie, the house is on fire. Help. Help. Go for help. No. Oh, I can't breathe. <laughs> Jesus Christ, we have to mix this whole podcast in a very... Look, we just gave Chris a whole new job. He's got to mix that down. They never take it that far, though, do they? Yeah. they like, Leslie, please. Leslie, Leslie. No, you're mowing my face oh, up. Yeah. Oh, no. No. Leslie, I rescued you. This is the thanks I get. My, oh. my best friend, China, does that all the time, constantly. Hey, girl, how are you? I just want to talk to you. I... I don't know. I'm just having trouble this month with some. Remy, look at your little baby, baby. <laughs> this is so annoying. They never do it with something serious like yes, it's a uh, it's stage three cancer. It's gotta stop. <clears throat> do you, you don't really know someone who has a dog named Leslie, do you? I don't. I don't know oh, okay. why that came out. It's a fine name <laughs> for a dog, don't you think? It's a very urbane dog. It's do you, hard when you Leslie. No, yeah. it's a man. It's, that, a, it's a man dog. Do you think that was real though? That call? I don't. Okay. But I appreciate that people are calling. I thought he was. I thought it was going to turn into a full. I thought he was going to own that it was a prank once he said the peanut butter. And I thought yeah, it was the peanut be butter like, biscuit. I thought it was going to be like licking off his genitalia, like the dog joke. Mm. And, and I thought that's where he's going to go. I thought it was going to uh. be an obvious prank call, but he really kind of half-assed it yeah. with the prank. Our number is 347-467-1240. You can call in with your relationship questions, if you need love advice, if you know that we're having a guest on and you want to ask your questions. your SNL is casting. Have some fun. <laughs> yeah. Your new improv characters. <laughs> Sam, by the way, loved you on Red Eye. Thanks. Well, you hosted Red Eye. I hosted Red Eye. Good. That's great, Sam. Yeah, well, I think the reviews came in pretty Pretty positive. I got a few negative ones. I had to read yeah. those too. Said, is it your first time reading a teleprompter? And I said, yes, it was. How do you know? I liked your outfit. I really enjoyed it. Yeah, well, they say dress for the job you want. And I want to be Phil Hanley's boyfriend. So, <laughs> <laughs> no, I, uh, no, you know what? Greg Gutfeld used to dress like that. So I was like, maybe I'll dress like the host. So I'll dress very host like. Oh, okay. What did you wear? I didn't. I wore a sweater with a button down shirt underneath. Yeah, he oh, looked, nice. And he I did look, look kind of Hanley esque. He looked oh, really? sharp. Yeah. Yeah, I kind of brought the pain in every sense imaginable, Phil. I did. Were I you did, stoned at all? Stoned? Yeah, just because your eyes were a little bit like they shimmered. Yeah. I mean, it's called red eye. Oh. Oh. So you're up late? Yeah. Okay. No, it's no. I don't know. I why mean, my you eyes didn't like seem I had makeup high. On. Maybe the, no, I wasn't. Of course, I'm not high when I'm doing that. I'm. I'm I bring the utmost professionalism to that show. Yeah. You were great, Bonnie, and you were great. Bonnie together. and I had some digs yeah. together. We had some. Is good there time. chemistry between you and that other gal? She was wearing a dress. She's a Republican or, something, or conservative. And I don't know. 
No, I don't think so. No, definitely not. She was adorable. Yeah. I mean, she funny. looked adorable. I didn't agree with her point of view, of course, but. Yeah. But. Uh, you guys had some good chemistry, it seemed like. I'm just trying to bring it on you. I'm just trying to do me. I'm trying to take it one step at a time, and I'm trying to better myself. I got the official de- uh, <laughs> decline from Big Brother no. program. They said no, but I'm going to use it as motivation. I'm going to go to to the gym. And you know what? I'm just going to go to the playground and think, you know what? Maybe I'll just meet my own kids. I don't need them, you know? That's what you should (laughs) do. Maybe I'm just going to meet my own kids. I'm (laughs) worried. I'm worried. Wouldn't it be great if I started my own Big Brother Foundation though and I just crushed them? (laughs) It's called I'm going to do it. (laughs) (laughs) Big Sam. (laughs) Big Sam. Big Sam Jackson. I'm sorry. I'm just going to interview people for a job that doesn't exist. I'm just like, so you think you'd be good with kids? You're like, yeah, where's, like, where do we do this? It's just in my apartment. I'm just like, I don't know. Just, <laughs> I just want to know how you feel. So how did they, how did they officially tell you? They said it right now for reasons they can't explain. Uh-huh. Uh, we watched Red Eye. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They said, uh, look, we, we love your stand-up. Your We're channel. big fans. We think you're going to be one of the greats, but you're just not ready <laughs> to work with these kids. Yeah. And I said, look, you didn't have to write that part about the stand-up. Like, that's really nice of you. Mm-hmm. But you could have just said the second part. I'm not sensitive at all. Yeah. <laughs> it's weird, though, for, in a rejection letter for them to be so sarcastic after <laughs> <laughs> Oh, he is back. <laughs> He's um, back and he's better than ever. I apologize. Yeah, I have we gotta an, go. I have an appointment. Thanks so much for listening to We Know Nothing. Phil, you can get out of here. I'll do your dates. Uh, you guys you are the... Them? Will you do them all? I'll do them all. I thank promise. You. All of them? Really, Phil? Two pages? You're an asshole, bro. Everybody, just uh, thank you so much uh, for listening to the podcast. Please phone in if you are if you have a legitimate problem. Uh, not as much if you have uh, a made-up... Um, or if you have a legitimate problem with Phil. We want to hear it. He's really rubbing <laughs> us all the wrong way lately. And, you know... 347-467-1240. Bye, everybody. Thanks. Bye, Philip. Phil Hanley's going to be Bye. at the Moon Tower Bye. Festival. Bye. <laughs> Phil's... I'm sorry, I knew. Phil's going to be at the Moon Tower Festival in Austin, Texas, April 23rd through 25th. Uh, he's also going to be doing a Phil and Friends show May 14th at Caroline's in New York City. He'll be in Minneapolis June 9th through 13th at Acme. Rumors in Winnipeg June 16th through 20th. Sam, you're going to be at Magoobies in Baltimore May 21st through 23rd. Magoobs. May 28th through to 31st, Stand Up Scottsdale in Arizona. And June 2nd, I'm going to make you fuckers listen to these podcasts back so you can hear how ridiculous you sound. Okay? June 2nd through... I'm just trying to crack them up. Okay, you're going to be doing your CD recording. Sam, this is exciting. That's the big one. At the Village Underground in New York City if you're in Everyone's Manhattan. Everyone's talking about it. June 2nd, come down. Is that free? Uh, probably. It might be $5. It's probably going to be free. If you listen to the podcast, it's definitely free. Now, I'm doing a Pledge Music campaign at pledgemusic.com slash Anya Marina. Are you going to donate, Sam? Obviously. Tell all your friends? I think everyone should donate. I'm a big fan of Anya's music, and I will absolutely donate. I love that you are. Tell your mom. You're going to take her to lunch. Mention it to her. Yeah, we got to Maybe do she'll lunch. tell her friends. Yeah. Are you nervous should. about that? I don't know. I think it'll be fine. Lunch with mom. Oh, yeah. Do it. It's for her birthday. Thanks for listening, guys. You can get my music, albums, etc. at AnyaMarina.com in the iTunes store on Amazon. Thanks to Stand Up New York Labs and everybody for listening. We know nothing, and yet we love you. Bye. Bye.